But this morning, I want us to continue with our message on love, the ultimate. Hallelujah. Love is the ultimate of all things. Praise the Lord. This year, the Lord wants us to manifest his love so much that the enemy will not have room to operate around us. Hallelujah. The beautiful thing about love is that amazingly, it seems like you are going down, but you are actually gaining grounds. That is what love is. So, you are going down. You are just not doing well. You are weak. You are weakening. You don't know how to stand to be a man or a woman. You, you are not tough. You are not fit for the game. But that is where the Lord changes the equation. Because to love is to actually be strong. In fact, strong people love. Hallelujah. People with a lot of insecurities hardly love because they, they don't know what will happen next. But the man who loves is secured in all areas. Hallelujah. We are not afraid of the outcome of the enemy. We are not afraid of the outcome of our actions towards others when we love them. Because we know that all things work together. Not some. All. Hallelujah. For those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. So I was talking last time about the fact that you have the ability to love God. People think that it is God who will love you alone. No. Because God is emotional, he, pl he placed in us the ability to be emotional also. So just as you can have affection for somebody, you can have affection for God. So it is not only a husband and a wife who can show love to each other or a family, but we as individuals can, out of our hearts, show love. Hallelujah. And so this morning, I want us to continue. But before that, let me do a quick recap of last week. I said something. I said, um, God put the ability to love in the believer because it gives eternal proof of the fact that you have eternal life. Hallelujah. If you, if you want to love sincerely, you should love according to the standard of God. When you give birth to a child and you love the child, it is natural love. <laughs> it is not God's kind of love. Mm -hmm. But to love is when that same child is doing something or turns a certain way you don't like. However, you still extend the hand of love and pull that child close. That is where the love of God is. It means that uh, you don't love based on what is happening. You love based on who you are. So irrespective of what is happening around you, you must love. And I said something last time. I said that facts change, but truth remains. So you can have a fact that uh, the inflation of the nation is some way, somehow right now. But the truth is that amidst all those inflation, inflation and all those things, the Lord is blessing his children. Are you here with me? So that is the truth. The truth is that the Lord is blessing. So if you feel like, oh, things are hard, things are hard, it may be hard generally or naturally, but the believer is exempted from those hardships. Hallelujah. And that is the truth. That is not the fact. That is the truth. That amidst hardship, we are blessed. Hallelujah. I also went on to say that uh, to love is to walk in the eternal realms of God, of God on the earth. In other words, you are, when you love people by the standard of God, you are bringing God on the earth. We remember the scripture that says that your brother who you can see, mm -hmm, you say you have the love of God in you. The brother you can see, you are not showing love. But the God you can't see, you claim to love. No, it is not possible. So when you love your brother, you are bringing God into the earth. So to love is God. Hallelujah. Yeah, when you love, please help my mother for me. Somebody usher my mother, please, quickly.
please give my mother some place to sit for me. Hallelujah. Yes. At this time, let me give honor to whom honor is due. Please put up, uh, put your hands together for Reverend Baba Boating. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Oh, do it well. Do it well. Hallelujah. Maya, welcome. Mm -hmm. So let's go on. So I was saying that to love is to walk in the eternal realms of God on the earth because God is love. I also went on to say that to love is to have the very course of God's existence. Because when we say some God is God, we only see it not by the act of wickedness. Permit me to say that. Not by his act of uh, destroying the earth with flood. No. Even for that one, there was love in it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My point is this. When we love, we show the existence of God in us. Because to love is not to just talk. It is to do. So it is in your doing that proves that God truly dwells in you and he's truly loving through you. Hallelujah. So, and I also went on to say, to love is to have the very cause of God's existence. Yes. So God exists to love. And another point I dropped also was that to love is to live in the spirit. And we are going to go deeper into that one today. Do you know that when men say that, oh, uh, you are a weak person because you can't love. You are a weak person because you can't love. Don't forget, the Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are not physical. They are not things that men can see. They are not the rebuttals of arguments and fights. But rather, it is the submission of your spirit. So when you walk in love towards your brother, you are operating in the highest realm of love. Because by that, there is no condemnation in that sphere. Hallelujah. Yes. And I also went on to say that natural human love is the very opposite of the God kind of love. To love by God's standard is to see a, an arm robber and say, I have given you eternal life. I cited the example of the man on the cross. What did he do to gain eternal life that night? He said, he said to the other guy, you and I, we, we are sinners, we know. But this man, he's pure, he's holy. There is nothing wrong with him. So think about yourself. And he said, oh, Please, when you go to paradise, remind, remember me. He said, to this moment, be with me in paradise. Hallelujah. What was it about? It was the fact that the man submitted to God. And God overlooked all his wickedness. Hallelujah. So, to have love is to actually operate like God on the earth. Simple. Now, put your hand on your chest for me this way. Say, I dwell by the love of God. I live by the love of God. My loved ones, my neighbors, my family members, all experience the love of God through me in the name of Jesus. Aha. Hallelujah. Now, please let's go to the scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. I'm talking on the topic love, the ultimate of all. 2 Corinthians 5.14 Yes. It said, for the love of Christ constraineth us because we thus judge that if one died for all, then all died. You see, notice something. I said it constrains. It does what? You may not want to love, but the fact that you are in Christ, you must love. 
So if you look at it, when something is constraining you, it is doing so contrary to your will. Even though you don't want to, you must because it is it has the force to pull you into itself. Now, the ability of love is this. It, it can actually cause you to overlook multitude and justify the one who everybody says is unjust. That is what love does. So look at something. He said, if Christ constrains us because we thus judge that if one died for all, then all died, then it is clear that you cannot just live all. Mm -mm. It is not given to you to just live. You must live by the standard of God. Praise the Lord. Let me quickly move on from this point and go on to the fact that love is a peacemaker. Love is what? <laughs> when they say somebody is a peacemaker, it means that we are not looking for who is right or wrong. We are just considering peace. At this point, you know that in marriage, if you are not yet married, you are married, you understand this. But when you marry, you understand. <laughs> Sometimes you just you just turn your eye to the argument and keep talking nice words because why? You know that you are not looking for who is right or wrong. Because you don't want to stay another three days of moodiness. No. You don't want to go on for another four or five days of heart pain and all of those things. So what you do is that you just brush it off. Because what? Love is a peacemaker. We are not looking for who is right or wrong. We are looking for love or peace to exist. Hallelujah. Mm hmm Please take me to 1 Peter chapter 4. 1 Peter chapter number 4. Verse 8. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover multitude of sins. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Can we look at it again? He said, above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover a multitude of sins. You see, that's why we say, to have the God kind of love. You notice that if you look at how the Lord loved us, let's compare the way he dealt with us or he's dealing with us now to the time of the New Testament. One day Abraham was sitting in his house and the Lord walked and bypassed him and said, oh, let me visit this man. And he said, will I go to the next town and destroy it without telling Abraham? No, because Abraham is my friend. Why was he going to destroy the place? Because he said, their sins have come up again, up before him as an abomination. So now, Father Abraham had to negotiate on behalf of those people. He said, if you find ten people, he said, I won't destroy it if I find ten people. But if I were Father, I would have gone to two. Yes, because by that, God still, if you, you could see the love of God at play at the same time. But he could not stand sin. Now, when we talk about true love, is to admit that people have got faults. 
However, we have what it takes to love them no matter their faults. Praise the Lord. I want to read it from the Amplified Version. It says, Above all things, have intense and unfailing love for one another. Intense. Intense. I hope I got it right. <laughs> Intense. In other words, even when the person keeps coiling back, you keep drawing near. You keep pulling the person in. You keep pulling the person in. Because to love, I told you, is to exemplify God on the earth. So when men are in awe of your behavior in terms of loving them, don't stop. Because you are bringing God to them whom they can't see. That is the truth about our love work with God, with, with man. Ultimately, we can't see God physically, but we can see our neighbors here. And I'm saying that if you see somebody who is deep into sin, who is deep in, who, who has uh, gone back into a certain lifestyle, it is your responsibility to keep showing and pulling the person. Keep showing and pulling the person. Keep showing. Can you imagine? Sometimes somebody will call you for money. You know that the person is going to use money to drink. However, the person wants to eat too. But you know that if the person gets full care or better, what do you do? An outcast? No. One of the ways, I'll say, apply wisdom. Take the person and buy the food for them. Let's sit down together and eat with people. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> did, did you get what I said? You, what I'm trying to say is that you don't push them off. By love, you draw them in. Because that is the ultimate on the earth. Hallelujah. I keep reading. He said, for love covers a multitude of sins. It forgives. It disregards the offense of others. Hey. This man, he hurt me 25 years ago. I've been looking for him and now today I've seen him. What I couldn't do then, I'll do now. 25 years. 25 years. Oh, let it go. A lot of people will look at you and say, oh, but this is the man who did so, so, and so to you. It doesn't matter. Once the person is not involved in your life. In fact, sometimes the people who hurt you more are the people you are close with. But you must love anyway, please. He said, the love of Christ constrains. It does not tell you to love whether uh, uh, at will, in terms of, no. He's saying that I am drawing you into love, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Say, I'm a lover. <laughs> Say, I love easily. It is in me to show love. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, we'll get to a place you notice that when you love people, you you reflect, in fact, you deflect the attacks on you. Remember when Jesus said that, pray for your enemies. Pray for those who falsely persecute you. He said that, he said, do good to them, for by so doing you heap coals of fire on their heads. So, there is another way of dealing with the enemy who is close to you. Don't let me call him an enemy per se. Somebody close to you who doesn't want you to do well. Keep showing them love. Keep showing them love. 
they will break under the strong arm of love. Did you hear what I said? I said, when you keep showing love, nobody can resist genuine and true love. You'll be broken by it. You remember I told you a story of a pastor who was always criticized by an atheist. She, she would just pick his preaching, listen to it and play it and debunk and actually use insulting words on him. And then after four years, the man wrote the lady a letter and added a Christmas gift card of $100. When she saw it, she broke down and started crying. She was touched. Meaning, meaning, meaning. People may not agree with you on the level of doctrine. However, your love towards them can never be denied. It doesn't matter what they do. It doesn't matter what they say. Once you are fervent in love, the love of God will prove that it is truly powerful. Hallelujah. Now, I want us to talk about learning to love. By the way, I told you, you don't choose who to love. Well, that is marriage. You get it? But outside of that, you don't choose who to love. Once the person appears in your world, an avenue to love has appeared. So it doesn't matter how the person looks. Oh, the person is fine. The person is well-dressed. The person is looking sharp. It doesn't matter. Once the person appears in your life, it is an opportunity to extend the love of God to that person. So we don't love because the person wears a fine shoe, has a fine hairdo, or the person is as pleasant as you. The person is as beautiful as you. And I keep on asking this question. If you're a rich man and you do good to a rich man, what good is that? So that that same rich man too will do you good. What, which one is that one? Go to the poor who cannot do good back. All they can say is God. All they can say is God. <laughs> and I told you so. Don't go do donation and put it on TV. Don't do it. He said, when your right hand performs, don't let the left hand know. He said, by so doing, they have had, they've gotten their reward already. You want to be blessed? Do good to all men underground. Let nobody know. Let nobody know. Do not despise anybody in your life, whether great or small. If they look down on you, turn a blind eye to it. Don't look at it. Turn yourself away from it. When the opportunity comes for you to show love, still respond. Still show love. Still show respect. It is only God who lifts man. No man can lift man. Are you here with me? Hallelujah. I want us to talk about this. Learning to love. Or allowing love to dominate us. It's a dominating force. And it works. Take me to 1 Corinthians 14.1. First Corinthians 14, 1. Do you know that walking in love will solve all problems? I told you of a preacher, an evangelist lady, who had, she, well, she got married before she became converted, and then the Lord called her to preach in the fields, so she, she's an evangelist, she preached in the streets and everything. And then the day she goes to preach, and people are sick. 
That is the day the husband beats her in the face. It is horrible. I don't wish that one for anybody, especially in Grace Amichev. I might tell you to leave the house. Hallelujah. Because I don't know when the beating will go to another level. You get it? But I just want to cite this example. Maybe somebody has been given the ability like this lady I'm talking about. Now, this lady did not, never ever lifted her voice against the husband. She kept on praying, praying, praying that the husband too will come to the saving knowledge of Christ. The day he did, he knelt down before her in the middle of the house where he had called the family people and they were all there. He said, I didn't know. I'm sorry. All the slaps, all the beating, please forgive me. Do you know what the lady did? She kept on submitting and loving. Hallelujah. He said, follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy. Please, I'm just going to handle the first part. Follow after charity. The word charity, follow, means to pursue. It means to do what? Yeah, so he said, pursue love. And it means to press forward. To press towards. So imagine a friend who actually doesn't care about you. (laughs) Who is in a world of their own. Who actually doesn't care whether you do good, you do well or you don't do well. And yet, the Bible says you must press after such a person. You must press after such a person. Hallelujah. Let's go on. So, if you must press after such a person, how do you do it? The person too is always in your face, letting you know that you are one of the people I don't like in my life. (laughs) follow after it is the word to pursue to press forward let me show you another meaning is this to follow after or to give to suffer persecution persecution for a cause so he says that follow after charity press towards this cause even though you are persecuted (laughs) follow it Oh, you notice that to love is actually something that you must do irrespective of how it goes. Love because you have been ordered to love by God. <laughs> love is the greatest of all. Never look past love. Anytime you feel like you are down, consider your love work. Because love is the thing that holds you on the air. Love is the thing that sustains you. In fact, when you want to be fulfilled without money, when you want to be happy without money, when you want to carry a joyous spirit without money, practice love. You will notice that you have all things, even though you don't have all. Did you hear what I said? (laughs) This is another level. I'm talking about another level of work with God, where material things don't justify your conclusion of judgment about another person. You, where the, the occurrences around you don't determine how you relate to another person. You know that you have been commanded to press on when it comes to love. So you keep pressing love on people. 
You notice that it's not easy. I mean, to, to say this is easy is a lie. It is, no, it is no mere thing. However, I'm saying that it proves the highest form of maturity when it comes to your Christian walk. Hallelujah. The reason why we must press on is because God's love is perfect, but it is only perfected through us. Can I say it again? Let, let me use this example. Let's say Benz, the car maker, right? They made a very beautiful car. And they say, this is one of the best cars in terms of everything. The suspension, the engine, the body styling, even the color and everything. Aerodynamics and all. It is the best. And then they tell you, so the car is sitting there. And when you look at it, you say, ah, indeed, this is a very, very good machine. Do you know, truly know whether it is good or not? You may not tell. But when you sit in it and you turn on the engine and you begin to drive the car and you see how it handles, everything truly tells you whether it is good or not. It is the same thing with love. If we say God is truly love and love is perfect, love is good, and yet we don't show the perfection of love in us to other people, they may never ever acknowledge the fact that love is truly perfect. Do you know that love is given to you, but it is perfected by you? Mm. I told you, after you eat, finish eating two balls of kinky and you are truly full, what again do you, do you, do you crave for? Relax in this world. Or the day you eat something very posh. After, you know, there's this the thing called soul food. Yeah. When you eat that food, you can stay two days without food. <laughs> you keep reminiscing about the food. Yes. After you've eaten that one, it doesn't matter the other whatever, whatever meal is placed before you. Once your stomach is full, it's full. Hallelujah. This is how life is. When love is perfected through you, nobody can bring a judgment against you. When love, you see, it is there. The love of God is in your heart. It's in your spirit. I'll get to it shortly. It is in your spirit, but it is made perfect by you, your actions, by your words, by your intentions, by your dealings with other men. You are the one who brings to that perfected place of love everything that the word of God truly says about love. So if another man comes to you and says, I, I love you, I love you, they say to him, Are you sure you love me? You say yes. You are rich, man. He says, Yes, you know I'm rich. And that is why I love you. Okay. Give me money to go and eat. I'm really, really hungry. So I love you, but my money does not buy food for you. <laughs> you begin to question. You are a fake. That's what you will say. That is one example. When we talk about perfected love or love being perfected in us, it is showing it to men who we know and we know and we know in our hearts. That this man, when I show him this love, he has nothing to pay me back. That is where your love is made perfect. Don't seek to do good to men who already have it. But amazingly, in the kingdom of God, there's a principle that works. He said, the one who has not, even the little will be taken away from them. But the one who has shall be added. 
Can we talk in that terms of money and love? <laughs> so, when you are operating by this principle, principle in the kingdom, you notice that the Lord keeps adding on you, adding on you, even though you already have more. Hallelujah. One of the things. And when you begin to release, 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 you notice that you are sowing seeds of love. You cannot do anything but reap them. That is the fact about life. I'm very young, but I think I spoke like an old man. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yes. I want to read this very verse from the original Greek translation. Listen to it. It said, Oh, no. Okay. No, no. Take me to 1 John 4.18. Sorry. 1 John 4.18. Let's deal with this thing quickly. I was saying that love is only perfected in you by your actions. I said, there is no fear in love. Is it true? Why is it that you are afraid of the dark when light goes off? But perfect love casted out fear. Because fear had torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. It's not what? Let me read it in the original Greek. It says, fear is not in love. Saudi Odojina Hosea. Why are we afraid to do good to men? It is fear. Why are we afraid that we will help people so that they will also climb the ladder in life? Fear. Why are we afraid that where we are, other men will overtake us? Oh. Oh. Nobody walks in love and stagnates in life. No, I repeat, nobody eh, walks in love and stagnates in life. The course of your promotion is organized, supervised, and executed by God. Nobody has what it takes when you decide to walk in love, to limit you. Because why? When you take the embodiment of love, there is no fear in it. Say, I have no fear in me. I have absolute love. Perfected in me. In my actions. In my words. And in my dealings. With every man. Do you believe it? Say amen. amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Did, did you get that? So, I continue reading. He says, Fear is not in love because perfect love can throw out fear. Do you know that when a man comes to you, anybody who needs help, and you embrace the person, and you encourage the person, and you let them know that there is nothing limiting them in life, because God is on their side. Life itself cannot bring them down. And you begin to speak words of encouragement to them. There is something you do by the anchor of love. Or let me say, by the arrow of, of love, you shoot down the agent of fear in them. 
you kind of remold them to stand as men worthy not only to receive love but to demonstrate love too. So when you walk with God in love, you notice that anytime the, the Lord keeps bringing people away for you to keep showing because he will still use the channel that bears the most fruit. Take it from me. He will still use the channel that bears the most fruit. So if you know that you are not somebody who is able to love entirely, pray this morning, Lord, give me the ability to love. Yes. Cause me to love no matter what. I'm saying that when you love, you are walking in the highest form of God's manifestation on the earth. Praise Jesus. Love can throw out fear. I like that. I, I continue. He said, to fear is punishment. Can I talk to you here? Hey, I'm scared. It is scary. You know, you're chatting with your friend. Hey, hey I can't eat. It is so scary. Ogun said, Oh, no, yeah. American, you said, Yeah, meaning. But now I say, You are brothelized or something, or you are, you are, please, scared of what? Because why? The enemy designed the believer. Let me put it well. The enemy is always trying to catch the believer to speak words that are negative, that are opposite what God really says the believer is. So when something happens, the first thing you must be say, let the weak say, I am, and let the poor say, I am. He didn't say, look at the facts and talk. He said, look at the truth and speak. So when the poor says, I am rich, the truth about the poor is that he's truly rich. But the fact in that moment is that he's poor. So facts change. Figures and facts, they change. But truth never changes. Why? Because you are designed to do well. So when something happens, you say, I am so afraid. You, by your words, you invite the spirit of fear to operate in your life. Do not give the enemy that chance. I said, don't give him that chance. He doesn't merit it. Don't give him that chance. The enemy is always looking to catch you on those things. Don't allow it. Why? Because there is no fear in you. Hallelujah. So when you find out that the light goes off and then you do the kuntu like this because you, you, you cover yourself because you don't want to see darkness so you close your eyes. You won't open it until you hear the cock crow there. You know, ha, ah, the, day, the day is out again. Please. Let me show you what to do. Turn off the light. Don't close your eyes. Don't lie down on the bed. Don't use the cloth to cover yourself. Just sit down and say, I have perfected love in me. I have no fear in me. Hallelujah. Anytime darkness comes, in any form or shape, speak to it. Sometimes you say, Hallelujah. But look at what it says. It says, to fear is punishment. So, anybody who fears is in that place of punishment. Because look at what he said. He said, because fear has what? Torment. So, anytime fear arises, torment is there. There is punishment. Don't allow yourself to be punished by something nobody can hold you by. It is not in you to fear. 
Because why? Love is in you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He said the one fearing has not been consumed, consecrated in love. The person has not been consumed or consecrated in love. When we say somebody is consecrated, you know what it means. The person is set apart. So if you have not been set apart to love, you notice that you still indulge in fear. You still have this level of fear, this uh, uh, degree of fear. Listen, fear nothing. What has come before? That has not been solved. What has happened in this world? That did not die out. What is this very issue that is eating you up? That if you don't move according to time, you will die or something bad will happen. There is nothing that is going to happen to you that is going to bring you down. You are a blessed man. You are a rich man. You are the one God called to bless. So take your time because love is working for you. Don't move yourself out. Do not move yourself out because of fear. Let love speak to you and say, go. When you are going, you go in the spirit of confidence. You execute the bidding of God in confidence. Why? Because you know that God is with you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to bring my message to a close now. As we walk in love towards God and all men, every form of fear is thrown out of our lives. You cannot harbor love and harbor fear because the perfected love takes away fear. Fear cannot dominate you. Fear cannot rule over you. Fear does not have what it takes to have a place in your life. You are always set apart for God's goodness. You will notice that the enemy who wants to fight you could not fight you anymore because you loved. Today, I want to talk to you before we close. The way to walk in love is to deliberately walk in love. Is to do what? You know, there are some people, when you see them, no matter what you do, they will never show you respect. They will never accord respect to you. Don't fight for it. Do you know what you must do? Show the person respect. Love the person anyway. Because by so doing, you are paving the way for yourself to be respected by that same person. There are two people who hate each other. This one puts up makeup. This one also wears another one. When they see each other, their notes are pointed in the air. This one is coming this way. This one is coming this way. They want to show, I wear the perfume. And they pass by with speed so that you can smell the perfume well. So when the other one who smells the perfume, ah! The guy in the perfume, then the other one to say, I, I, if you want to turn, in your heart of hearts, no, there is no cause to hate such a person or be in a, a contentious atmosphere with such a person. However, that is what is happening. Why? Because we are not demonstrating love. Love is ultimate. We don't love because people deserve it. We don't love because so-so-and-so person is the one who is readily available in terms of uh, adequate, who meets the standard to be loved. No, we love irrespective, old, young, fat, slim, tall, 
short, ugly, beautiful. Uh, <clears throat> anyone, anyone, did you hear it? I say, anyone who is in your world is designed to be loved by you. I ask you to rise up your feet with me in this moment. And let's do something quickly. 